Welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to chill with your friends and get your gaming goodness every Saturday at 6am Australian Eastern Daylight Time. I'm Ashley Hodley and joining me today on the couch is Kieran Marchant. Oh, Ashley, this is, is this what the couch is like when there's only two of us? Yep. It's very quiet. It's, um, it's lovely, I think. Spacious. Um, it's, it's a cute for his own. We'll see if there might be some hashtag cuties. Oh, Ashley, why are you doing this to me? Let us. I mean, you know, we're here, just freaking, you know, just jocks and t-shirts, not having to put pants <laughs> on for the podcast. It's fine. Like we're just chilling. It's great. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today on the show, we'll be discussing the other surprise battle royale hit of the year, Tetris ninety nine. Nintendo reviving a cancelled game, and the latest theories around the next-gen Pokemon game. But first, apparently, Xbox have been listening into the show, because they did, like, a the Sydney Morning Herald posted a big uh, propaganda piece on how good the Game Pass is. <laughs> propaganda? What do you mean, propaganda? Sorry, audience, you did hear how long it took me to realise what the hell he just said. What's he, what do you mean, propaganda? Well, it was, propaganda implies that they're trying to show it in as good a lot as possible and then sway people's thoughts on the on Game Pass. But it's it's a great service. There's nothing to propaganda. There's propaganda for all good things. Well... You know? Like... There's propaganda for getting vaccines. It's not working completely, but <laughs> it's propaganda. <laughs> that's, not, that's not propaganda, that's promotion. They're synonyms. This, what do you mean? That- <laughs> Ash, how have you changed so much? Platinum Explosion, you were lovely. And now this, already, we're like oh. two minutes in. <laughs> two minutes in and it's bam. Let's right. let's go. Let's we'll, we'll- Quickly go over this article done by Tim Biggs over at the Sydney Morning Herald's what uh, pretty much talking about how great Xbox is. Um, some of the numbers he includes, apparently people who use ga- Game Pass, their game's time played is increases by 20%. Fuck yeah. And the number of different games they play goes up by 40%. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, those numbers don't really surprise. I think, well, maybe... Game time going up is a bit of a surprise. That's a surprise. I number think, of games isn't surprising. I guess when you you would expect that when somebody goes out and buys a game, they would put the time in to to finish that game because they've gone out and bought it. Well, yes. I'm a case study against that, so that's a bad idea. That's a bad... Okay, anyway. So having a pass where they already have the games there as a subscription free uh, fee... It's making people play more? I guess because they're playing. if they're playing more games, they're putting more time into the games. Yep. Interesting. And then, obviously, the number of different games, if you don't have to pay for Yeah, that's games, 100 games can... just sat there. Like, you know, you how, how long does it take to build up a 100-game library digitally on your Xbox as it is? Like, Depends on how much money you have. Um, <laughs> uh, so, they highlight uh, Human Fall Flat, which has been very successful. Damn straight. Uh, a physics-based puzzle game. Uh, apparently, Game Pass members have played it more than 3 million hours. Mm-hmm. And 40% of those players had never played any puzzle game before. Have you um, have you ever played or seen much of Human Fall Flat? I've seen bits and pieces Dylan, of Human Dylan Fall Flat. Did me play Human Fall Flat? No, like we talked about it. We talked about it? <laughs> we talked about it for the... Great games done slow stream. Uh, I th- oh, I played it with a friend. To. That's right. No, okay, cool. Carry on with your life. Yeah. Uh, 
new big games are going to Game Pass see their active player base grow by a factor of two, Percy says, and older games see an average increase uh, six times. Well, if you imagine, there's for the market that Microsoft is targeting, a lot of people would have traded in games that would be on Game Pass. And so they see the games on Game Pass and go, oh, crap, yeah, cool, I'll replay that. It's there now, I have it. Awesome source. Uh, so interesting thing they put up. So, for example, the in the past month, Square Enix has added Tomb Raider Definitive Edition and Shadow of the Tomb Raider to Game Pass, meaning the entire rebooted trilogy is now available to members. This will potentially make new fans of the franchise increase sales of paid on add-on content, which is still being rolled out. Hmm? Do you think that's a... I think that's, that's kind of clawing at straws. I don't think so. Like, we can do, we'll give our game out for... $11 a month in the case that somebody in the future will have potentially buy a game. Yeah, may as well. Why not? It's not like <laughs> it's not like those games did. I guess it, it wasn't selling that well, sir. So. Those games did not do well. Like, the yeah. first one did pretty well. The second one they put out to die against Fallout. And then the third one I cut... They, it, they put out again against something else and it died. Oh, Red Dead was like the same time, right? It's last year? No. No, well, it was early. Sort Maybe of. it was September. I don't know, something that was I think it just died on its own, that one. Well, probably. It It died. So, why not give (laughs) people... Why not give people the game as part of Game Pass, all three, and then they go, oh, I want... I could grab... I could have the rest of I could just... That's a DLC pack. Cool, I'll pick that up. I'll pick that up. It's like 10 bucks. Yeah, may as well. It's not bad ideas. Uh, Publishers could also use Game Pass as marketing that's fun for consumers by including their back catalogue of games ahead of a new release... For example, Bethesda recently made Doom and Rage available in Game Pass have a release of Doom Eternal and Rage 2. Damn straight. I think Rage maybe isn't the best example. I think Rage 2 is very different to Rage. Yeah, I think, well, I think if you played the first one, you get, from what I've heard of Dil- from Dylan is, you get at least a very base understanding of the world of what the gameplay could be kind of like, like the shooting and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it's not a bad idea. To go, hey, look, yeah. these games are already here. You can I play mean, them. It makes sense. I mean, like, I saw- I'm sure they're going to be pushing the games, the Gears of War games up. Yeah. Well, towards the front already, of the Game Pass store or whatever. They they're use. already pretty high up. Like all the games yeah. and Gears of War that are together. But yeah, they'll be there for when that um, Pop Vinyls yeah. game comes out. So this is interesting. On average, we see a 25% increase in franchise pre-orders and a 10% increase in franchise sales coming from games that go into Game Pass. And that's coming from Game Pass members discovering they really love franchises and following along with them. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting from this is Game Pass is most useful for not Microsoft stuff. <laughs> it, if it's so, that's really beneficial to them then, because if you could, I be, guess it's- if you could be, if you've got a game, and that game is available on PlayStation, that game is available on Xbox, and you have a way. To make that game synonymous with your console, fucking do it. Give them a reason. Be like, Game Pass, you just you can have the other ones. You've played all the other ones here. You may as well buy it again. You may as well buy it and stay here with us. It's just, you yeah. know, it's getting getting those units that they wouldn't have sold else otherwise. Uh, so then uh, he talked to the director of Forza. Uh, last time we announced numbers for Forza, we were upwards of 8 million players in, in a given month. That kind of tonnage of players gives us a tremendous amount of leverage to create new experiences. If we have the community and business, we will follow. 
Oh, business will follow. I mean, eight million players playing on, you would assume, majority on Game Pass, seeing mm-hmm. as it's only yeah, you, uh, eleven dollars. I'd like to know, right? The amount of right. I'd like to. I'd like Microsoft to employ me, to give me a list of people that bought the game fully or didn't buy Game Pass, and then give me their phone numbers, and I call them and be like, "You idiot!" and then hang up. But they still want people to be buying the game at full price, though. Yeah, I know, but still, I'd like to call them idiots, spuds. Still, don't oh, understand man. people that don't buy Game Pass. Like, come on. I mean, it probably gets to a larger point of that Game Pass seems to be more effective for multiplayer games, in my mind. Um, Where no. you need that community of people to keep it viable. Yeah, it helps with that. Whereas a single player experience, you're just going to play through the game, you're never going to play it again, potentially. But you could, single player experiences, if you see a single player game there, you could sub to Game Pass, pay the $10, $12. You've paid $10, $12 for a game. You play the yep. game and you then go, wait a minute. This is also on Game Pass. Oh, I better keep my sub and play this one now. And and but that gets the point. It's just that they don't have announce how they financially are supporting this. I don't think they need. You to assume that, that each game has some sort of their own individual deal for however long that they keep. Get, I think kept on the Game deal Pass. is based on the connection to Microsoft, how big the game is. So if you say to me by putting your by if you can say to like Microsoft. Putting my game on your Game Pass will rise your Game Pass by this amount of people. Like you, if you estimate it and go, you can get. Then I think you could work out a deal. If you could say it's Microsoft, it's more of a benefit for me if my ga- if Game Pass was on there. There, in the, if my game's on Game Pass, then Microsoft would probably go. We're kind of doing you a favor here. We'll give you the standard rates. Good. Go. Sweet. Like, there's a lot of games on there, indie games, that probably wouldn't get picked up, but they're on Game Pass, so people are playing them. But, do you? is it more important that you're getting played, or is it more important that you're covering costs? Um, as long as you've covered... As long as the deal covers the costs that you've already put in, why not do it? I know. Because I think you'd rather, as a game dev, as long as you're... In the black, you're not in the red. If you're getting your game out there... So, you can also see it from a point of view of goodwill of... If you can get people playing your game now, that means you're going to have a flow-on effect, hopefully, with your future games. Because you've had people play the game. Like, you've had people play the game, go, I really like what this studio did. And then you come out with your new game, and they instantly go, I like that studio. I played their game through Game Pass, and then they buy the next game. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they talked to the guys at uh, New Zealand's A44 who released Ashen, I think, mm-hmm. pretty yep. day and date on Game Pass. They were pretty happy. They said, obviously, their game relies on passive multiplayer. So having that huge fan base, uh, huge player base, obviously mm-hmm. helps uh, with that. I just worry that if. We're going to have the problem where if this becomes a standard, then people aren't going to be buying that next game. And then people are going to be banking games purely for that flat rate. But, so, you then... Then the culture becomes more about that. So then... 
I think it's interesting. I think the the business for formats would shift to suit that. Like, if you're if Microsoft, it's more even like almost guaranteed money though, right? Like, if you can I say guess. this month we're going to have this many subscribers, you're much better off than a game. Like for these for these indie devs especially, what's a better thing yeah. where you say to them you're either going to get this much. Yeah. Or you can put it out on its own and you don't know how much you're going to get. Yeah. I think indie I think devs this is, will take it. Yeah. This is definitely the best possible thing for indie devs or at least starting out Yeah, and I don't companies. Think, I, I think, think as long as you can hit, you have a set budget potentially beforehand. I think- You just have to make sure you hit that. It's just how do you grow when that is your set budget each time and you- Well, I think you will grow. I think you've got potential to grow because you're more likely for people to buy your game. Or more eyes, more people talking about your game. And then you have a larger community base to talk to when you release your next game. It's literally, yeah. you know, it's they buy your game, they follow your Twitter account, they follow your Facebook, they follow your YouTube, whatever. And then your social media then goes further than that when you release another game or when you do your next project and you continue to have an audience for that project. Hmm. I think it's got. I, I mean, it's interesting. At the moment, it seems like it's a win for gamers, win for game devs. Yeah, I just don't know. You're just uh, how Ash, sustainable Ash is it just... is in the long term, <laughs> and what Microsoft gets out of giving away. Well, to be fair, Crackdown did not review very well, so it makes sense that it's on Game Pass because nobody's going to pay. Exactly, and it would have, it would not have sold very well. The most what interesting thing will be when a non-Microsoft check out Dylan's review over at Explosion Network. Yeah, by the way, he shits on it. I mean, what? Um, <laughs> he gave it... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of bad. Uh, <laughs> bad as in he, he disliked it. But he, it was a good review. Um, I'm climbing out of my hole now. Uh, um, <laughs> what I'm, I'm interested will be when the first non-Microsoft AAA game goes onto Game Pass. That'll be that'll be super interesting if it ever happens. Like, if it goes onto Game Pass on its initial release. Like, like, give a example. Like, say if uh, like a game that's coming out on both systems. So, say Elder Scrolls, the new Elder Scrolls game comes out, and Bethesda goes on Microsoft. We're putting it on on Game Pass. PlayStation, there's no, we don't, we're not going to put it there. You just, if you want to play it on PlayStation, you have to buy it. You have to buy the whole thing. But if you're on Xbox, Game Pass, it's all yours. Like, yeah, that would be interesting. Like, that's a thing. Like, that would... That one, Microsoft would have to offer a hell of a lot of money. Fuck yeah, they would. But how much... That would... For me, looking at Microsoft's point of view, that I think that'd be a fucking good investment. Like, that'd be super... I think if it worked, it'd be super smart. To go... You can come... For up, how long, though? How long would well, it be on Game Pass? How long do you have to? And then you work out, so then you do it for this month. You do it for this much, so either you do... Even if you did it for, like, one to three months. One, two, or three months. And at the end of it, you said, we'll give... We'll work out a deal, and we'll give Xbox Game Pass owners a special price for the game. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean... And then... Especially for... In that specific example, that would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense because you're like, not going to be finished Elder Scrolls in one. No, or three so months. and that's that's <laughs> why that's that'd be a really interesting thing to happen for any kind of AAA game would be to put it on, put it on a subscription service on one console, 
have it sell normally on another console and see see what happens. Like, see if people go, well, if I go over here, I only have to pay $10 for it at the minute. But if I go over here, mm. I'm spending like 80, 90. Like, okay, digital price, I'm spending 100 bucks. If I want digitally, 100 yeah. bucks over here. If I want digitally, 10 bucks. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I don't think Bethesda would go for it. But... No, fuck no. Bethesda would be actually, <laughs> Bethesda might end up in the situation where they do, but um, that's. That... I don't know, yeah. Just, just from a numbers, like you want to be touting how many sales numbers you did. Yeah. And then on Game Pass, you can't really. Well, maybe they work. You can out say how way. many people are playing, but that's not a definitive dollar amount. No, but they, maybe they'd find a way of like if they signed up through a special way or something, or you use a code. So you, I don't know. But or I think for that, the sales numbers would be at the end of the time period how many people bought the game. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We're just in an interesting place. It's very fun. Uh, I like it. Uh, this kind of moves into our next news story. Uh, Google has come out and uh, announced they've got their plans set out for GDC in March. Uh, they're going to have a keynote presentation on the 19th of March at 10, a- 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, and it is rumored to be something big. Some are even speculating. It's their very own console to compete with that of Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, the invite just had the simple tagline, gather rounds, and included an image of a dark hallway leading to a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I believe earlier last year, they Google was the ones working on the streaming, gaming stream with Assassin's Creed over Chromecast. Yes, yep. So the working theory is that they're going, they're currently working hard on a subscription-based game streaming service that could either work on Google's Chromecast or or possibly on a Google-made console. So is I, this, I think... Is this, is this going to be Pixel 3, or is this going to be Google Glass? <laughs> I think this is going to be a fucking terrible idea if they get into console hardware. Cause I don't, what if it's just like a $99 box? I don't even think they should do a $99 box. If they somehow uh, did a it... A Chromecast tie-in. No, 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 if they somehow did it either Chromecast or through your Google Homes... Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Fuck well, yeah. Well, you'd assume... It'll be Chromecast, just need a but, controller. Well... That would be the thing. You'd have to buy a controller. But... Yeah, like a Bluetooth controller Don't get yourself in the market of Xbox and Microsoft selling fucking uh, $500, $600 consoles. I think that's a no, terrible I, idea for I anybody. I very much doubt that's what they're going for. Yeah, but, but that's a terrible idea for anybody. But if you can go, we're going to enable you to play games at a... It depends on... The thing is, whatever this streaming service is, it's not going to work in Australia. No. It's going to be work in Japan. Japan. San Francisco. Some some place in America. Any major... A major... Uh, yeah. Major... Anywhere... Anywhere with good internet, and then everyone yeah. else is screwed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I don't... I don't love the idea. I don't think it's the greatest idea by them. Um... They'd almost be much better off releasing a new store on PC, but like releasing a like a game store on PC. But um, no, I don't think anybody who gets into the console race now, I think, is is making a really poor business decision. Yeah, because Microsoft's been talking for years that they don't want to do consoles. They're just just in general, the whole Microsoft company is like 
this thing's not it's not good. Like it's not profitable, really. Yeah. If we're honest, there's two consoles and then a handheld hybrid. Yeah. I mean, the last decade Nintendo have just been working on being different to the other two consoles. And, and Nintendo floats pl- purely, like, other than makes purely on its name and its first-party exclusives. Not so much anymore. It's getting better. But yep. if Nintendo wasn't Nintendo, that console would be dead. Like, you've just... Like, the fact that you have name brands of games where as soon as you release them, you've got an audience that is going to buy them. Like, a Mario comes out, somebody's going to go buy Mario. Mario Kart, somebody's going to go buy that. Zelda, somebody's buying that. But if it wasn't for that, that that game, it would be a two-horse race. Yeah. Do you, you, do you think Google would have any trouble getting third-party places on board? Assuming it works. Obviously, they've got a little bit of goodwill with Ubisoft. Maybe. If they were able to use maybe. Chrome I just as don't le- know. Uh, it depends on... Assassin's Creed as a test. How well it performs. I think... Yeah. How much... How well it performs, how much testing's done, and how much performance, like, actual... This is what's actually happening. Because I don't think any developer wants to attach their name or their game to a sinking ship. Like, to something that won't flow. <laughs> like, you don't want to put your name on that. There's no, like, what, like... Unless Google's like, we're gonna we're gonna back up 10 cash trucks to your door and be like, here. And there's another 10 on the way. Sure. Um, maybe. Maybe for a developer but, that's not doing so well and needs a float, awesome. Go do it. But... Well, I don't know. If it's a multi-platform game, you just do another well, version for yeah, Google. That's fair. That's I mean, fair. it's not... Crazy. Interested by this, like the streaming part of it is like just stuff like input lag or input lag. How, like, what kind of quality of games are we getting? What kind of, like, is it going to be like a YouTube video where the quality of the game is going to be internet based? (laughs) Like, you're going to have quality settings of, and it's going to buffer. And it's just, I don't. I guess it's hard for me to see here in Australia. Yeah, like it's not the target demographic hard. at all. Yeah, no, it's super hard for me to see how this can do well. Here. Google, come out here and fix your internet first. We'll do your streaming service. Oh, do it! Just, just lay, lay some sweet, sweet fiber. Why do you think they're so hardcore on getting into gaming? Um, I mean, gaming is like a big market, but phones did pretty well for them. Yeah, like getting into phones did pretty well for them, and they've done like they're doing well with the Pixel. Um, I think Google has the power of marketing information just because of Google search engine. Um, and it's it's a synonymous name, I guess. Unlike some companies, you have Google as a name, and they're having where when where the technology interest industry is going is where. Your house will be as much integrated into one system as possible. Where if you've got Google Homes, they'll link to your Google-enabled TVs. They'll link to your Google phones. If you have a console, they'll be linked to Google consoles. Um, Like, imagine having be in-game, but having interaction with your Google Home for the game. Like, if you have Google Homes, it's like, do you want to turn these into a surround sound system? Because we could possibly do that. Like, that's a... That's a thing. <laughs> like, or we have some, like, yeah, there's, there's, it's going to be so integrated that getting to the point where they get as much stuff as possible to integrate into that system 
would bring more people into the Google Home family. Because from from personal experience, the moment you get one like the moment you get one Google product, you end up with more. Like with it's like the, Mac. No, like n- Apple. Yeah, like Apple. So once you're in for infrastructure, so when I got my first Pixel, they gave me a Google Home Mini with that Pixel for free. They said, "Here, have a yeah. Mini," and I, and I was like, "Wow, this Mini is really cool." And then I bought a second one because I was like, "I want this for a different room." Because I need one in another house. Yeah, I need another, another one, house. another area of my house. I'd love another Google Home. And then every now and then I'm like, I should get a bigger one just for the main area. Or you get one of the ones with like the little screen. Yeah, or like, <laughs> and then I'm like. I could get some light bulbs and get them so they're like, like you know how. So what, I can tell it to go. <laughs> so I can tell it to go to sleep and stuff, or like what else in my house can I integrate into the system that will work? When my, when I look at my next TV, I could go. I want this to be able to integrate into that system easier, and if a TV says, "Hey, we're part of the Google Home system," I could be more, like that's a whole nother tenure, but. That's that could be the the route that Google is going on. So they're just so world domination. That's what correct. That's why yes. they're getting into gaming. Yes, you could replace the word Google with Skynet, and you'd know exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> accurate, very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of amusing f- news stories. Uh, a small VR game that was released back in March of 2018 has seen a sudden surge in pr- uh, sales. Why do you ask? The game is called Apex Construct. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and people are buying it, uh, mistaking it for Apex Legends. Idiots. So much so, they've had 4,000 more vid- visitors than they had prior to Apex Legends release. Uh, their logos are sort of similar. They're sort of that A sort of structure. Mm-hmm. White and black. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, people are getting angry at their own stupidity and leaving a bunch of negative reviews on on the game for not being VR Apex game, Legends. Right? Yeah. So even if they buy it, there's a good chance what they've bought they can't play. Yeah, very good chance. <laughs> and why would you like? I hope they don't get refunds because they're idiots. Because <laughs> well, if it's through Steam, that. Gonna, as long as they haven't played it and they work out work it out very quickly. Yeah. And they'll get, get refunds. But, but like it's Apex is so big and I thought it was widely known that it's a free to play game. Wouldn't yeah. you go, hang on, why am I paying for this? Yeah. What? Well, you know, just double check. Triple check. I don't think the game even looks anything like. Um, you know what? I don't think you can get Apex on Steam. Apex Legends. You can't. It's not a Steam game. It's yeah. It would be a. It's on Origin. It's an EA game. Yeah, it's yeah. EA. So it's Origin. So you can't even get it on Steam. Well, no wonder they're so stupid. They realize. That. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're on <laughs> Steam, dumb PC it, Steam gamers. You're using a PC and you are, have been evicted from the master race. Like you've been. Exiled. Well, no, it's not on the Steam store. So uh, they're still they're is stealing my. Oh, I'm not choice. Gonna, I can't. Oh, it's just How, like oh. epic. I've got to uninstall Steam to install Epic or Origin. No, no, no. You can you can have them all on your on your on your PC for no reason. Just all to, like all there. It kind of works the same. It's fine. Uh, also, in dumb people news, <laughs> <laughs> over the, over the past weekend there was an event in Norwich, England, called Norwich. Fortnite Live that was billed as the ultimate mm-hmm. battle Fortnite battle royale event. And would feature stuff like dance battles, activities like archery and rock climbing, 
big screen broadcasts of YouTubers and a banks of PCs are able to perform to play Fortnite. Tickets cost between 12 to 20 pounds, which equates to about 21 to 36 dollars. And just under 3,000 kids showed up for the party. Uh, unfortunately, there was massive delays for anybody who didn't have an early bird pass, uh, which organizers blamed on short staff sword shortages. Uh, and then the archery section could only be used by three people at any given time. Only three people by any given... Yep. And their three. wall climbing could only be used by four people at any given time. Right. And then worst right. of all, to use the PCs to play Fortnite, you had to pay to go and play the, the free-to-play game on those PCs. That's interesting. Yeah. <sighs> to put it black, this it, this is the forerunner for worst event of the year so far. You know, in the grand tradition of uh, Tanicon and Fire Festival. Yeah, it's really uh, it's really up there. Yeah, so lots of complaints. Uh, it was terrible. What an absolute disaster. Not like advertised. We went for the early bird, but some stuff wasn't even set up. The best thing about <laughs> the event was the burger I had. You were My there son so asked early. to look. <laughs> he didn't even get to <laughs> Shit. My son wanted to leave, and as 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 for the organizer saying it went well, what an absolute joke. Another customer said, I got my tickets for tomorrow, not taking my son to get upset. Want a refund like everybody else does. <laughs> and another person said, a tarpaulin lobbed over a van with a plastic slide sticking out the back was billed as a cave experience. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I saw the pictures. It was, it, it looked like, like it was a van with like a slide stuck out the back. So, yeah. So the company also didn't get the licensing or any official word from Epic. To use their images, which were plastered yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I did see this. There was a lot of... Uh, and the fact so, uh, that even Epic is coming down with the suing hammer. The, the freaking... Hard. The, main, the men. The so, suits. the company that set up the event has now ceased all operations. And uh looks like they're not going to be make, doing any more events in the future. They had another three of these stupid events signed up. So, thank God. Thanks, Epic, for cancelling those and saving people yeah. their money. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I mean, uh, oh, I think it's very funny. But <laughs> why? Why would you think that would be a thing you could do? I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's public, public use, right? It's like uh, a dance. Yeah, dance it's a free to play use. game, so you know, it's free for us to charge yep. other people to play it. Yep. No, that we'll sense. use the word Fortnite, spelt like that, in our name. We'll use imagery all over the place. Yep. You know. It's like public domain. It's fine, right? That's definitely a thing. Not really. <laughs> so, last news story. Um, there is a wild rumor going around that people think they know what the name of the Pokemon Switch RPG game is. They believe that titles will be Pokemon Queen and Pokemon King. Uh... So, okay. You ready to go down this rabbit hole? Okay, let's go. All right. Let's experience so, it together. Uh, this week, Game Freak director Junichi Musada posted an innocent screenshot of a Weedle he caught in Pokemon Go. Uh, so, the CP for for the uh, Weedle is 199, and the weight is uh, 4.116 kilos. So, Reddit people all over the internet has deciphered Pokemon 199 is Slowking. A Pokemon 416 
is Vespi Queen. That's why it's called Pokemon King and Pokemon Queen. <sighs> Incredible, subtle, hidden messaging. Really subtle. Really hidden. Yeah. Much I mean, wow. it's not the worst possible name. No, it uh, could be way worse. Uh, fans claim this is Masada's way of hinting the game was called Pokemon King and Pokemon Queen. Adding on to that, the length of the Weedle is 0.33 meters, which might be referring to Nidoran, whose for- final form is Nido King. Yep. 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 That's that's some that's some uh, pokey math they did there. Moving on, the fans believe Pokemon King and Queen will be officially announced on the 26th of February, 2019. Uh, see, let's look at their math. The number of candy, uh, Weedle candies he had was 226. So the 26th of February, official announcement. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> this is this is some rabbit hole tinfoil hat shit. <laughs> Wait for it. One last one. Reveal on the 26th, hence the 226 candies. If you add 2351, you get 11. And if you add 714, you get 21. So the game will release on the 11th, uh, 21st of November 2019, hence the 2,351,714 Stardust. And 416 kilos means we get a full fat gameplay trailer on April 16th. Do people have too much time on their hands? <laughs> Ash, I think you you do know the answer to that. Yes, these people are ridiculous. I mean, he, he has dropped some hints in the past uh, leading up to Pokemon Pikachu and Pokemon Eevee. But that was like just random pictures of Pokemon of Pikachus and Eevees. <laughs> no one's going this hardcore. There, there, somebody is. Somebody is. I mean, he was just really proud of that Weedle that he caught. And he wanted to share everybody. Yep. And he's like, man, I can build a story out of this. I mean... And nerds will eat it up. I mean, I I love the conspiracy theorism around it. I mean, to do the math and all that, but damn. You're crazy. Go get a job. (laughs) I mean, there's no way they're going to call it Pokemon King and Queen. It's not... uh, It's too gender binary. It won't work in this this economy. No, that would be a terrible idea. In this landscape. Yep. Yeah. No, that's a terrible... That's a bad idea. Yep. Will Nintendo think it's a bad idea, though? Who knows? Well, I guess we'll find out in the next week if this is true or not. Yep. <laughs> apparently it's announced the 26th. Easy, so. Katka. Alright, I managed to play... One of the big releases from Nintendo after their Nintendo Direct last week. The Battle Royale game we never knew we wanted, but now is blowing up the internets. Tetris 99. Uh, Basic premise, you play Tetris. Against 98 other people. It's like the most relaxed... It's, it's, you know what? I have fun. I relax. And then all of a sudden, shit hits the fan. Like... Yeah, it's like a real battle royale. <laughs> well, it's yeah, but it's worse because like <laughs> you'll be like smashing it, getting Tetrises, like learning how to T spin and and doing the stuff. I don't know how these T spin stuff. That sounds like a made up thing that they invented. No, it's apparently always been a thing in Tetris. Yeah, you can apparently in I the original know. Tetris you get more points if you T spin. Interesting, but. 
Yeah. What what it's just you get down to like the last like twenty people and it's like all of a sudden you just get destroyed. Yeah. So over on our YouTube channel, explosionnetwork.com slash YouTube no. YouTube.com slash explosion network or oh you can just God. go to explosionnetwork.com. Yeah, that's it's there. Dylan uh, released a how to play video of Tetris ninety nine. So pretty much the it's standard Tetris. You're trying to get as many things as possible, except Every time you get two or more lines in a row, you send garbage lines to other players. Uh, you can select how where you want those lines mm-hmm. to go. You can either send them to randoms. You can send them to people who are trying to attack you. You can send them to people who are about to lose based on the game's algorithms or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then also people who have badges. So you get badges by KOing other people. And that means the amount of uh, K- lines you get from... Uh, making how much garbage lines you send out is increased by a certain amount yep. depending on how many badges you have mm-hmm. so if you can either get those by KOing other people or you can get even more by KOing people with badges yeah so yeah that's the basic premise and then the you've just got to stay alive until the very end until the very end else. then the worst ones for me right aren't even the garbage um aren't even the garbage the lines it is the yeah. r- the times where it'll force you to drop whatever piece you've got wherever it is where have you ever had those? i've never had that you haven't no. had those so i've had a couple of them where it like instant drops your right your piece so wherever you are at the time it's just like bang it's like see you later yeah you sure you're just not hitting the no no i swear it's happened a couple times where it's just like it'll be at the top of the screen and then it'll appear at the bottom of the screen instantly and i'll have another piece going and i'm like what the fuck I don't know. That's this is crazy. Could be just a weird glitch on your switch. Okay, possibly. Maybe your button's broken. Possibly. Your damn button. Your up button's broken. I think I've watched a couple people on the Twitch, and I've seen it happen to them as well. So I don't know. I haven't heard anything. It could be a thing for a while. Could be a thing, Ashley. You, you're not. I you know, you're the big battle royale expert of the explosion. Yeah, I know. With Apex, but uh, yeah, might so, be. So, how, what's the best position you've gotten? Uh, I think twelfth. Okay, I, I got a fourth place. You got a fourth. So, nice of you. Yeah. It, it is like- surprisingly difficult. It's like... Uh, I liked... Uh, I, I think, think Joey Noel best summed it up. Hey, remember a week ago when we all thought we were really good at Tetris? Yeah, and I think... Yeah. There's moments <laughs> where... I think to you have to be kind of lucky. Because yeah. there's moments where all of a sudden, like, five or six people target you at the same time, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, I'm screwed. I'm done. You've got See no you. long straight pieces blanked up. Yeah, it's just like... I mean, yeah. it works great if you've got like... You just get luck out and you get like three. You had one banked and you've got another two. You've got two straight pieces coming up and the massive line of garbage. Because it all lines up, sort of. At least some of it. And then you just yeah. whack them back with a bunch of four pieces. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting that it's a Nintendo-only... Game, I guess. Yes. Because clearly this would do well on any system. Really? Uh, yeah, I think... I don't know. I think it suits the Switch, like, really well. Yeah. I think it suits... I mean, the controls are simple. I mean, it, anything with two analog sticks do you reckon, could pretty much um, do it. I might blank out about this later, but do you reckon it increases the sales of Nintendo's online features? Yeah, I think definitely... It, well, at least initial for the until while the buzzer bound is going, I don't know how what the longevity of it is. I also don't know what the financial benefit of it. Like, 
Unless they just made this reasonably cheap. I don't or, think it would have cost that much. Or Nintendo just sort of went, hey, here's $100,000. Make a simple puzzle grand, multiplayer fuck. game. I'm just pulling a number out of my butt. That'd it could have been a million dollars for only co- The biggest cost would have been in this game would have been just the infrastructure. Just having the yeah. servers to host it. And I can't imagine the games themselves would like take up that much space on um, the hosting service. So I don't think it'd be... No. Like, it'd be I think it'd be pretty cost effective. It's when they yeah. start, you know, letting you buy straight pieces for like fifty cents. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it definitely feels like they could be adding something else to it. Mm-hmm. There's just so much menu space. Yeah, as yeah, well. definitely. definitely. And then on the stats bar, there's like two options, but mm-hmm. they're pretty much just the same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know whether they're gonna like add something else in the future to it. Possibly, possibly. That would be interesting. It'd be fun. It'd yeah. Be fun. How how long do you think this is going to be a thing? Do you think it's? I think like it, I think it has lifetime. Te- it's Tetris. Tetris always has life. Like when is there? Like there'll always be people playing Tetris. And if you have this kind of, you know, form of just fuck, it's free. Just play Tetris with against people. You've made yeah. you've you've successfully made Tetris like competitively accessible. Fuck yeah, let's go. I'll, you know, I should have talked about it on early late nights this week. As bad yeah, is this going to be a major Fuck thing that. in the esports oh, scene? I don't think it'll be a major thing. I think it'll be... Um, there's a possibility of it being included at like something crazy, like an Evo or something, or like some kind of that fighting cool. tournament. Yeah. That'd be pretty crazy. Um, but I'm sure there's Tetris championships. This there's could be definitely a, Tetris a championships. Of event. There's definitely... The, the, weird, the interesting thing about that is those kind of Tetris championships are generally like hardcore um originalists like you know like they they yeah. like the original version of tetris and that's it and they find it really hard to adapt to anything else so um mm. it'd be interesting to see also want to praise uh how quickly you get into the games mm. i feel yeah. like there's only like ever a worse 30 seconds yep. before you're back no, in you get your game i think it was smart to release it as free to play uh and it gets it out there and the switch is a great great Unit to go on. It's just kind of sad that online services is required. I wish it was just. Like, I mean, it's not. It's like five bucks a month. You get. Yeah. Still. You get the. Uh, get the <laughs> Super Nintendo games, whatever thing uh, they're okay. chucking in with it. Yeah. Yeah. You can play Arms online. You could play your Smash online. Mm. I'm sure there's a couple other games that yeah, you could play online. Probably I don't know. Mario Kart. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Moving on. Uh, joining us to talk about our main topic today is Nicholas Pryor. How are you going today, Nick? Good. I'm good to be out of my simpid and back on the couch every once in a while. I know we've had a lot of space, but now... We're very happy to accommodate you. Like, why did you have to sit next to me, though? Like, couldn't you have sat next to Ash? I had my legs up. I was comfy. I had a spot. I just feel more comfortable in your personal space, Kieran. Oh, okay. Well... you Do you not feel the same? I just... Okay. Just take your shirt okay. off with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... Uh... So let's talk about this rumor that sort of came up. Uh, senior editor for Game Informer, Imran Khan, was on Kind of Funny Games Daily last week, and uh, he made the following remark talking about the upcoming Direct that we covered last week. There's a game that's thought to be dead that Nintendo's reviving, and it's not one that people would expect. 
It was very much a title that was dead and buried, very officially cancelled. So naturally the internet was speculating a lot the last week, and then in the last 24 hours or so of time of recording, it's come out that the game could possibly be Scalebound. The game that was cancelled by Microsoft on the 9th of January 2017, developed by Platinum Games. Wait, it got cancelled in 2017? I thought it was way sooner that it got cancelled. Wait, like, wow. No, like a couple of months before it was scheduled to be released. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, I knew it was cancelled, like, but I thought it was like, I thought it only oh, got the- cancelled last year. Really? Yeah, no. I don't know why it was t- a couple years ago. I thought it was only last year it got cancelled. Wow. No. It was definitely last year, so. A uh, couple of questions. Would you be excited for Scalebound? And two, do you think Scalebound could actually run on a Switch? I really don't remember anything about Scalebound other than Dragons, but I'm not huge on Platinum style, Platinum Games style, so, I mean, I'm not really. <laughs> no? <laughs> uh, for those who need a refresher, you were going to play as Drew who, while exploring the dangerous world of Draconis, is bonded to a fearsome and noble dragon, Thumbin, the last of his kind. Thrown together by fate, they must defeat the enemies that threaten their world. Uh, yeah, it was very much a Platinum Games-esque action-y slice, swipey things. Yeah. Hack and slash. Slash things. Hack and, Hack and slash. slash, those are the words. That's the words. S- That's swipey the- things is the, the, the other name for it, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it? Is it really? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Kieran, what are your your thoughts? Uh, no and no. No? I, I'd like to think that Microsoft had a good enough reason to can this game. Like, yeah, they're like, we've got way too many exclusives at the moment. Yeah, exactly. No. Like, with their exclusive market, <laughs> it was only a couple months away. Like, there has to have been something with this game that made them go, nah, we can't do this. Like, we cannot do this. And, and to think, it's either... So, to either run it on the Switch... That means you originally built this game for the infrastructure of the Xbox One, or possibly even the Xbox One X, and you're now bringing it back down to the Switch. I don't like how that downgrades. Like, a- what if they cancelled it because it wasn't good enough to showcase the hardware of the Xbox, and this is why it could be on the Switch because it's not as mm. technically impressive. I don't think what they had hoped. I don't think yeah. anybody. They, thinks- they were going for a triple A game, and it was only like an A game. Yeah, possibly anything but like um, anything but maybe like Forza. In my opinion, has super shown off the capabilities of the Xbox One X, and and that's that's just in general. Like even Crackdown, I've heard things that are just like it's not that impressive. Like it doesn't look good. It looks like it's. 20 years old or whenever that freaking game started publishing um like but for me i'm my problem is this is a losing battle for nintendo right like i don't see how this is a win unless it is unless they bring it out and it's fucking amazing because people are so hype on this game and you've now resurrected the hype on that game and now if it's not good People are just like, oh, why, why did why did you resurrect it? What if this is a back end in that deal of the Xbox on Nintendo thing that you were arguing about that other episode? We don't. What uh, if this is what I they're don't. getting? 
I don't think so. I'm no, pretty sure the trademarks so. for Scalebounds, uh, they did renew them, but they had to give them up because they didn't have anything. Like, they had no grounds to keep the yeah, trademarks. Yeah, they had no grounds. Like, seeing as they didn't worth doing it anymore. I think it's more of a relationship between Nintendo and Platinum Games. Uh, obviously, they've done Wonderful 101. They did Star Fox Zero, which didn't pan out great obviously they're doing all the bayonetta games now on the yep. switch they've got and they just announced that astral chains game as well so i think it's just sort of works out obviously japanese companies working Platinum... together so wait they've just announced another game yes and they're doing bayonetta yes how big is platinum games they always seem to have about 300 games in development yeah they that's, do that's <laughs> they seem of... to have a few Cause... games in development although to different like scaling levels what if nintendo uh xbox cancelled it because they weren't as dedicating as much resources as they had hoped while they've got all these other projects on the burner like how many games had they released between the the announcement of scalebound to whenever it was cancelled i'm sure Mm, there'd be quite a few games that'd be interesting maybe you know they weren't holding up their end of the deal so they backed out of it there's a good chance of it unless you know Maybe it just wasn't as far along as Xbox needed it to be. Like Xbox, Possibly. I think probably had a window where they're like, "We really need, like, we really need Scalebound to come out right now. Like, we need it in this period of time. We desperately need it." And Platinum turned around and went, "Nah, we're not going to do." This. Sorry, I'm working nah. on Bayonetta two for Nintendo. Nah, now, not going to have that ready yet. We got our so, Teenage uh, Turtles, maybe like Transformers. maybe like 2020, and Xbox went. Go jump. I don't... This is all speculation. Like, uh, I don't... I This is, could be... In two years, three years' time, we could look back on this and be like, fuck, Nintendo made the smartest decision in the world. Like, Nintendo yeah. made... Scalebound so- is a massive franchise now. Yeah, Scalebound is so massive, it's spun off... A, it's going to have a good sequel. It's beloved by everybody. Awesome. That Beats tie-in just turned out to be a really yeah, good investment. Yeah, like that freaking... That sponsorship they had for Coca-Cola throughout the whole thing did it fucking... <laughs> it did it all good. But uh, for some reason, I just don't see that happening. And that might just be me, you know, kind of biased to Microsoft being like, Microsoft, I believe in you that you cancelled this for a good reason. And... You know, maybe two years, two, three years could be enough time for them to fix whatever those reasons were. But, hey, if the Nintendo Switch can run it to the same level it was going to run, which we'll never know, it'll be impressive. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be keen to check it out. I, I think it I think it works well within that sort of ecosystem. I, I There's definitely interest for it. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it's a similar game to Monster Hunter Worlds. Like, the sort of massive monsters... You're a tiny person. Uh, that kind of aesthetic. <laughs> Massive <laughs> monsters. Yeah. You're a tiny person. Okay, Ash regular just, sized person. Ash just explained the explained it perfectly. Like, yeah, amazing. Ash, amazing. That's what all Monster Hunter games are. So well done. <laughs> so well done. Yeah, I think it would be a good fit for Nintendo if they could pull it off. But yeah, just depends if it like actually could run on the system or not. It's just, but then again, you've got well, you've got a couple of other <laughs> uh, next gen games that come into Switch, although they don't look as good as they do on the other consoles. So, you know, uh, yeah, Hellblade. Anyone? Uh, <laughs> no, off. Does that come to Switch? Oof. That is coming to Switch. Oh dear. Uh, 
there are some other games that are being rumored that it could possibly be. Uh, uh, first one, F-Zero. Apparently Criterion was approached at one point to make an F-Zero back in the day. Right. Is that something... I mean, F-Zero seems like a franchise that is just waiting to be brought back. I just don't think... It, I don't... I don't know. I think you'd have to have some serious work done to it. Like, I don't think you could just port... Like, just rehash an F-Zero game and do it again. I think you'd have to make something new out of F-Zero. But I don't know if anybody wants to put that effort into that franchise. Why not just make something new if you're going to do that? Yeah. I know. I guess if they're, if the rumour is that they're doing Mario Kart in the next 12 months, then a new Mario Kart, I yeah. don't see them doing an F-Zero. Exactly. Not only that, the reception to Wipeout wasn't that very good in my opinion like it was a good game but in by all reports from what i remember that it didn't sell very fantastically so it, the people who loved wipeout already bought wipeout exactly but I, I feel like it's the same crowd as the f-zero crowd yeah and like, and i don't think it one it's gonna win over new people no it's not gonna win over new players like you know you've brought smash ultimate out and people who love smash bought smash people who've never played smash Probably bought Smash more than any other version of Smash because of how well the Switch is doing. I bought Smash. Never yeah. bought a Smash before in my life. Yeah, I think Dylan's the same. I know many people in my world that you know have have never owned it, but have it now. So I think that's that's the big thing is when you're buying a game, unless you when you're selling a game, if it is already a game that has a beloved community, awesome. But you're still looking for new people to buy the game. New people mm. to pick it up and purchase it for growth. What if it's the agent from Rockstar? Nah, that that game's dead. That game's like super yeah, that's, duper that's, dead. No, so it, was, sca- it died in the womb. That's what happened. Isn't that what the story said? It's dead, long cancelled? <laughs> nah, I don't know. Maybe, do you reckon Nintendo have semi-shot themselves in the foot here? Cause if it's, well, it's just a rumour, to be fair. It's a rumour. But, but it, it is from a credible-ish personality so that yeah. who is this Shaka is Khan person Imran Khan he's the yeah. senior editor at Game Informer <laughs> right uh, so. it would just All be right. bad Next. I think if if it's not scale bound and if it's a lesser series okay. uh, yeah it could the gaming uh, community could be could be earthbound that's the next thing on the list mother 3 earthbound 64 that could be a possibility Obviously, and that would fucking create insane internet buzz i mean it launched in japan it just has never been localized to the west Mm -hmm. so i mean they could do the link's awakening thing and sort of give it a 3d Mm. art style i mean that would sell that would be a huge oh yeah people get nuts over earth beyond i don't know how realistic it is though (laughs) i just yeah anything's on nintendo nintendo just don't don't seem to be too interested in that property i don't think uh Super Mario Spikers. So, the sort of spin-off from their Super Mario Strikers game, whether you play soccer, and it was a game where you played volleyball, but no it had, way. like, wrestling techniques or something in it. Nah, not gonna happen. Yeah, that got cancelled. There's no way. That's such a weird... Just, such a weird... It didn't... I don't even think it did well the first time it came out, so... I don't know. Nah. Uh, Final... F- no. Fantasy Live Online. It was a game designed by Level 5... Uh, that was going to be an MMO RPG. Speak actually, worms. 
Fucking bring, give us a worms. But worms aren't <laughs> long dead or extinct or well yeah. cancelled. When was the last time a worms game came out? They come out pretty regularly on PC. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, the more you know, people. PC gamers. Uh, yeah. I could actually see like a Final Fantasy fourteen type MMO working on the Switch, especially in Japan. I guess it could impregnate yeah. in the West. I mean, I think the thing for me is if it was going to work, Final Fantasy fourteen would already be doing it. That game's still, th- like, super big. Yeah, I guess. Well, any they're getting all their Final Fantasies over there, so any day now. Any day. They're just waiting for the, the <laughs> Nintendo online services to get a bit better. <laughs> plug in some more wires, that's how it works. Right? That was uh, actually, I had minor minor down point. I literally said to a friend who's a big Nintendo fan today at work, I was like, hey, did you have you played Tetris 99 yet? And he's like, no, nah, I haven't got Nintendo online. I'm like, oh, that's right. It's a free-to-play game, but you have to play for the online service. Oh. Yep. Which is kind of weird, because on PlayStation, you can play free-to-play games without PlayStation Plus. Yeah. It's really good when we talked about it just before in the earlier segment. Uh, <laughs> inter- uh, Wii Sports or Wii Sports Resort sequel? Nah. Yeah, that doesn't seem that, like they'd move the needle past, at all. I mean, yeah. that seems incredibly likely that, that they they, would they've do already something got they do. something similar with motion controls and all that with one two switch or whatever it was called. Yeah, but sports. Yeah, but we like sports I, and we don't care who knows, you know? Yeah, don't you want to be bowling and boxing and Wii Sports was pretty dope. Like that was actually Yeah, it was. Like that sold so well, even though it was just given away with every Wii in existence. <laughs> but that helped. It helped a lot, but there was a lot of copies of that game in the wild. Yep. Uh, Project Giant Robot. So this was like a experimental game, apparently, that you used the motion controls for the Wii U to control a giant robot. And your the goal was to control your robot to knock out another robot in like a sit big, huge city setting. So they it seems rock, so random. They rock the other robot and maybe they, they sock them as well. <clears throat> Maybe they rock them and suck them and they're robots. Yeah. That could potentially be a theme because if it's Platinum doing it, they've done the Transformers games, they, which is similar. Why would they do that when they have arms? Yeah, I that's true. Because arms sucked and they thought people might get into this. I think people yeah. liked arms, right? I think people like arms a lot. I, I yeah, heard a lot a of very about minor arms. subsection. It's just a very, people. very small market, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. But the people, I who, I don't know, people who like but arms... I don't think play. giant robots will improve that. Yeah. No. They could have its license, like a... Actually, if a Michael G- Bay... A Gundam or something like that. If Michael if Bay you license different giant robots. Hmm. And then they or just robots in general. Well, if it's Gundam themed or if it's some sort of... Well, MMA, if you have MMA like crap. C-3PO versus uh, the C-3PO is not a giant robot. No, but you could make him giant. It could be. Or they just add uh, Anthony Hopkins and they make the robots like Knights of the Round Table with King Arthur and there's explosions all the time and Megan Fox is there. Yeah, that sounds like great. What are we talking about? Anyway, uh, <laughs> another one that's rumoured. The game called Project Hammer. It was like at E3 2006. It was like a beat em up where everybody like had big hammers. <laughs> that could be a thing. I think that was long in development. I don't <laughs> know why it uh, it just failed. I don't know. I think it seems like an- anything that they so anything that they have put like promoted like this has to be something well known. 
Yeah. But is it actually well known or do they just presume it is? I don't know. Said it's like this is weird Nintendo where everybody's going to hype themselves up about Scalebound or some other game and it's not going to be that. Yeah. Uh, And the final one I'll suggest uh, Metro Dread. It was a meant to be a 2DS uh, action side 2D Metroid game uh, that was meant to be a sequel to Metroid Fusion. This Is one seems Metro or Metroid? Metroid. Metroid. Right. Like Super Metroid. When you said Metro, I was like, what? It's a 2D Metro game? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I heard about this the other day, actually. I was reading about this. I thought it sounded pretty damn cool. It'd be uh, pretty fun, on, especially on the... Yeah. On the Switch would be a good a good toilet game. A good toilet game. <laughs> yeah. What if it's a new trauma center game? Oh my god, yes. That would be pretty cool. That'd be excellent. Or if- you could do two with the two waggle things. Oh, the no. Joy Con oh, things. That's that's a good that's a good you can, Yeah. You can use one hand to f- keep the the wound open. Mm. Either one to Get yeah. the stuff out. Has there been yeah, like a Phoenix Wright game, like an Ace Attorney game ever canned? I wish. I don't think so. <laughs> I wish. Pretty sure they all just came out. Yeah, I know. Damn. Anyway. Thank you for joining us on the couch this week. Make sure you check out explosionnetwork.com for all our other shows, reviews, news articles, and more. Rate RK Couch on Apple Podcasts to show us to help out the show, or simply share it on social media with your friends. Just Give, send him a Tetris with Explosion send him Network. A Tetris. If you can, if you, you know, can, like in a game, make out, I'll, make out en in Tetris. If you, uh, if Tetris you, I will. I, you know what? If you can send through a Tetris, if you send through a Tetris, if you take a screenshot, tweet it at Explosion Pod or at me, your boy Ringo. I'll hook you up with a Explosion Network T-shirt at some point in the future. You heard it here first. I'll hook you up with here. a t-shirt. I'll get you mad. <laughs> uh, you can follow Explosion Network on said Twitter at ExplosionPod and join our Discord over at ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord where we talk to you about stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ashley Hobbly, A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y. You can follow Kieran on uh, Twitter at your boy Ringo, Y-A-B-O-U-Y. Why are you spelling it? It's how it, spell- it's how it sounds. Your boy I don't know. Ringo. I feel... It it it's yeah, and also you can follow Nick at Lord and Prior P R I O R. All right, until uh, next time. See you here next week, same time, same couch. Better host probably. I'm, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a chocolate wrapper underneath Shuri's seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see how cute that is. <laughs>
Here he goes. In three, two, one. Ashley no, I away. It. I just lost it. <laughs> Amy's lost it. Train is lost. Left the station.